As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every Nigerian must be instrumental to the growth and development of our nation through the use of innovative energy and idea to lead and initiate policies that will sustain the economy and enhance good governance. With all the financial turmoil facing the world, it has become pertinent for exchange of new ideas that will enhance good governance. Please subscribe to our channels, listen to our messages and engage with us. With your support, we can transform the lives of all Nigerians. Welcome to the Season 2 of the NESG Radio. Hello there. Welcome to the NESG podcast. My name is Oluwase Vincent. Today we will be talking to Faith Iyoha on spending patterns and the impact of rising prices. Faith is an economist in the research and development department at the NESG. Faith Iyoha, it's lovely to have you join us today. Thank you very much, Shay. Great. Okay, so... Give a generic description of a spending pattern and what is it in Nigeria? Basically, spending pattern is um, how your income or one's income is shared between uh, consumption and savings. So when we talk about spending pattern, we want to know how you spend your money, how it is in Nigeria. In Nigeria, we have what we call the nominal and the real income as we have generally or globally. But what we found basically is that the inflation is eroding our nominal income. This is what I'm talking about. You have 1,000 Naira and the value you can get from 1,000 Naira decreases on a daily basis. So you can buy a bread for 500 some few years ago. Now you can't buy the same bread. So when you look at the Nigerian spending income, our nominal income is about 173 trillion. And the real income, what this can actually buy, what your nominal or face value money can buy, is about 72 trillion naira. So you find out that as prices are rising, 
the real income is decreasing on a daily basis. And that means what you can buy is decreasing on a daily basis. Yes, that is indeed true. So we see a pretty big divergence between the nominal and the real income. So prices are definitely rising and uh, squeezing the incomes of uh, the Nigerian population. Thank you very much for that answer. Okay, so how has spending patterns changed over time in Nigeria? Okay, in Nigeria, the households spend about 75% of their income on consumption. But we have seen an evolution since 2003 to 2019. So when we look at the consumption spending, if we have 75% being spent on consumption, what are the goods we actually spend on? So in 2003, we spend about 67.8% of our income or of our consumption on food and beverages, out of which 1.3% is spent on hotel and restaurant. In 2019, this depreciated, we spend 56.6% of which 11.4 is spent on restaurant. So what we find is that consumption has changed for food, not even only food, even across clothing, footwears, household, water, electricity, gas, transport, and some others. So when we go through this, these consumption items constitute about 98% in 2003 and it dropped to 93% in 2019. Now, currently, we spend about 70% of our income on consumption of these goods. With rising prices, you find an evolution, a change in what we spend on people moving from needs that are safety needs, moving from esteem needs and dripping down to food. Great. Thank you very much for your answer. So we see that food and beverages constitute a large proportion of what the Nigerian population spend their income on. And if we have rising prices of these items, then it's going to be pretty bad for many people. Okay, so on to the next question. So what are the determinants of spending patterns? Okay. Like I've said, one basic determinant or a fundamental determinant of our spending patterns is income. So there are several questions you need to ask yourself as an individual before you spend. So the first question is, do I have the money? What is my budget? Can I accommodate what I want to spend on? The next question is, is this item I want to purchase, is it a need or a want? Is it really important to have this? Can I do without it? These are questions we ask ourselves on a daily basis before we consume or purchase any product. Another question, another determinant of our spending is our values, our beliefs. Does this purchase align with my belief? If this is a want or is a need, can I satisfy it now? can it wait for example the basic needs that we have is food clothing and shelter if you don't satisfy your basic needs you can move to other needs which could be tagged as wants. for example the safety needs the belonging needs spendings on health education and properties acquiring properties furnitures and fittings these are wants. but our basic must first be taken care of which is food 
clothing and shelter. The other question is, if I can delay my spending, can I delay this spending? Can it wait for another period of time? If these questions are properly answered, then it will shape an individual's pattern or way they spend their income. Great. I think that answer is very clear-cut, very intuitive. I think most people, that's generally how they make decisions, or at least we hope that's how they make decisions. For a rational individual. Exactly, a rational individual. Okay, so the next question. Do we expect a change in the spending pattern given the current economic condition? Of course, we do expect a change in the current spending pattern. So what are the things we see? In the Nigerian economy, so we see consumer landscape being changed significantly by urbanization. Notably, 55% of Nigerians are expected to live in the cities or towns by 2025. This means 55% growth in urbanization. The urban population is expected to double even in 2037, more than that of both China and India put together. If we have this surge in urbanization, it means there will be pressure on amenities, there will be pressure on food, there will be pressure on transportation, pressure on housing and utilities. There will also be corresponding leap in consumption per capita because you find that few people are now being burdened with production process. The production process is not so large. You find that you have a very large numbers that are demanding for this products in the city that pressure will lead to a spike in prices and that will also constrain the pattern of people's consumption they will either tend to eat more rather than saving for properties or furnitures or trying to meet their belonging and esteem needs so what do we expect in the near future we expect that spending on food and beverages will increase compared to spending on large appliances like furnitures and fittings. We also expect that even uh, electricity bills and housing rent is also going up as a result of urbanization. So the spending pattern would tilt more towards our basic needs, our food, our shelter. Even clothing is not even important as far as we can satisfy food and shelter. We can continue wearing our old clothes. So that's what we see in the near future. Consumption pattern is going to teach towards food and beverages. Thank Great. you. Great. Thank you very much for that answer. So how can Nigerians with no increase in earnings cope with rising prices? Basically, when we talk about rising prices, a major way is that people will avoid large purchases. People will tend to delay consumption. So probably you need some money, for example, for education. People will reduce consumption. They will delay it. They will apportion some savings for education over a period of time before they can now consume education. So instead of paying for education today, you can ask your child to sit at home for the next one section so that you can gather the school fees for that child, then you can now pay after one session. So it is called delayed consumption. It's not that you are not going to do it, but you do it at a future date. So that's one way to cope with rising prices. Another way to cope with rising prices 
is that people will buy in bits instead of buying in bulk because I have a thousand naira, I can afford two loaves of bread, then I should buy one instead of buying two. So I buy one, maybe next week I can buy the second one and so on. So people buy in bits, whatever they need that they think they must satisfy. So that's their basic need. So one way to cope with rising prices in this kind of situation that we find ourselves in is also to reduce consumption. People can decide to reduce consumption. So this speaks to poverty because one of the basic yardsticks for poverty is that if people cannot consume, they are poor. So when people reduce their consumption, it means poverty is escalating. Yes, so those are yeah, some very major issues that uh, occur when we have rising prices. So people will you know, delay you know, consuming other services that are really important for their future, like education. And they would also potentially reduce their current consumption of goods, which they need to be able to perform all their different activities effectively. So it's definitely not an ideal situation. Okay, final question. Is it possible to save? And how can Nigerians save in this economy with rising prices? Yes, it's still possible to save. Uh, nobody consume all the income that they receive. People still have ambition. So one way to save is, like I said, you have to reduce your consumption. So if you reduce your consumption, you're still able to save one or two. Not even really for the raining day, probably for projects that you are targeting in the future. So because prices are rising, you can buy appliances as you ought to, so you can save in bits. Or sometimes you even go to where you buy, you buy and pay over a period of time. So you can still save, but not as much as the savings that we're doing. So if we spend 70% of our income on consumption, what that means is we have 30% left for savings. And mind you, savings is not just savings for investment. Sometimes savings is delayed consumption. You're still going to spend it. You're still going to consume it. But just that right now, it is not enough to meet that need. So you save over time so that you can meet a particular need. So people will definitely save. But another issue when we look at savings is that even the Nigeria situation does not give us that reason to save. For example, as an income earner, you have a savings account. What's the interest? These are some of the things that propels people to save. But in Nigeria, that's not one of the reasons we save. We are supposed to save because, okay, we are going to earn interest, which is additional income. But in Nigeria, we save for safekeeping. I don't want it to be stolen or I don't want to spend it. That's the reason why we live in the account. So people can still save, but the reason we save in Nigeria is not because we want to really invest, but it's basically for delayed consumption or for safekeeping. Thank you. Great. So it's been an insightful conversation with our resident economist, Faith Ioha. Thank you very much, Faith, and thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Thank you very much, Shay. For more information, visit www.nesgroup.org forward slash podcast. Do have a great one. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.